What's up, everybody? It's Jamel Gibbs, your family-oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is the Business and Investing Podcast, where you learn all things business and investing related. So what we're going to do today is talk to a specialist uh, in regards to infinite banking. Uh, you guys know I love to talk about things that are, are going to allow you and your family to build generational wealth, to be able to uh, position yourself to have a future financially. And uh, infinite banking is definitely a part of that. A lot of people are not aware of infinite banking. I've had previous guests who talked about infinite banking, but we're going to dive deeper into the infinite banking concept, the infinite banking model today, and how you can apply it into your lives. Again, to build that generational wealth, to be able to create that passive income. Uh, for you and your family to be able to have that future for your kids so that your kids can have something to look forward to. So infinite banking is definitely a concept. When people think about life insurance, they think about death, right? And we're going to talk about this uh, with our special guest today, but we're going to talk about how you can use life insurance as a form of living insurance, allowing you to create the lifestyle that you want. Basically, allowing you to have that infinite banking in place to be able to live off of uh, the the model that we're going to talk about today. DeAndre Clayton, what's up, my man? What's going on, man? How you doing today? Oh, man, it's a pleasure, brother. Listen, man, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? So, I mean, uh, you know, my background is in insurance, obviously. I've been doing that uh, for the past seven, eight years. And one of the things that, you know, I started in was on the financial sector, making sure that I rolled over 401ks and, and 403bs and all these different aspects. And then I kind of transitioned into Medicare. And probably the reason why is because most of the people who were concerned about their finances then kind of ate the fruit. You know, they, they believed this whole buy term, invest the difference kind of stuff. Uh, they didn't never invest the difference. <laughs> And so, so you know, I, I started helping them from a Medicare standpoint and, and really helping them understand finances and how to deal with the limited budget that they would have on Medicare. But during my time during the school system, I was just recognizing a pattern. And the pattern was always, I don't have access to money. How do I get access to money? And anytime they wanted to invest in something, they looked at it as a cost they didn't look at it as any value because they wasn't going to be able to touch whatever they was investing in for for a long term period. So um, so I just started really doing a lot of research, trying to figure out, OK, what do I want to do? How do I want to help people? And, you know, my boutique is pretty much just about everything you could think of. But this was really my specialty that I stepped in, help people with debt consolidation and all types of things just with using high cash value low death benefit because that's not what we here for with the life insurance type of life insurance in order to give them an infinite banking experience got you man so let's take a step back for a second when people think of the term infinite banking it's a it's a loosely used term by a lot of people so we might have heard about it but do we really understand what infinite banking is all about why don't we tell everybody what infinite banking is Right. So infinite banking, I mean, in a nutshell, I think the reason that we have so many misconceptions is more so about people not comparing it to the right thing. Right. So what are we having problems with in America? Banking. 
you know, banks are over leveraging the cost of homes, so on and so forth. It's so many different things that banks have done that makes it difficult for a person. But what people don't understand is you keep depositing your money in the bank. And then the bank tells you how you can spend your money. And then the bank even turns you away and tells you when they will not give you money, even though they've used your money and made money off of it. And so infinite banking is basically taking control of where you put your money into in order to gain access to where you want your money. So infinite banking is all about liquidity. It's all about recycling the dollar. And especially like in our community, we're talking about, you know, the dollar stays in our homes probably for about four days. Mm -hmm. That's a cycle, right? So why is it doing that? Because we don't know how to recycle our money and make it work for us better. Right. So when you think about the concept of what actual banks do right so we we was just talking about this right before we started recording banks what they do is they'll when you deposit your money into the bank um what you're doing is you're lending the banks your money no. right it's a loan <laughs> and um the banks don't ever tell you that because what they're doing is they're taking your money that you worked hard for and let, let's say you put a thousand dollars in the bank they're going to take your thousand dollars and they're going to they're going to trade it they're going to invest it uh, or lend it out to somebody else, charge an astronomical fee, keep most of the profit, and then pay you the peanuts, right? So they have to pay you something, which is why they send you uh, tax forms at the end of the year. We spoke about that, right? So what banks do is they, t as you put your money into the bank, it's in a form of a loan. What the banks do is take your money, they'll invest it and give you the peanuts while they keep 99% uh, of the profits, Right. So what infinite banking allows you to do is reverse that, cut the middleman out and allow you as an investor or as the person with the money to be able to uh, now create your own situation where you can invest your own money and keep majority of the profits, if not all the profits. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, you know, and, and the part about loaning, I was thinking about, you know, the nerve that the bank also has is they'll charge you a, a charge over if you've used anything past the zero right so, that's crazy man and then they charge you a bank fee and all that stuff they charge man. you a bank fee to write a to write a check they so the the fees in writing a check or, or the fees associated with if your bank goes over balance um or under balance excuse me um you know that's just the bank saying nope you're not gonna leverage any of what we actually have right and so since people don't understand that they just kind of deal with these tactics because that's all they've known their entire life and so we're just here to give them education about how to do better that's right man so like i said in the beginning we're here to educate people on how they can change the trajectory of their future right uh make smarter moves with their money you work for the money uh, whether you're running your own business, you know, most people watching this video is in a real estate business, probably wholesaling houses or uh, fixing and flipping or buying and holding. Right. So you're working for this money or maybe you have a job. You're working for this money. Why give it to the bank who will then go ahead and make most of the profit on it? Why not keep it for yourself? So what's some of the benefits of infinite banking? All right. So the first benefit you talked about keeping the profits for yourself. Um, if you got a regular bank account, what's the interest on it?
less than one point zero 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 one percent, something like that. Right. You you could buy have a million dollars in a bank account and still get less than a thousand dollars. <laughs> you can make a thousand dollars off of it, right? So um, with the life insurance side, basically the way it's structured is you're at least going to get whatever the dividends and the guaranteed interest is. By law, the guaranteed interest is already 2%, mm-hmm. right? That's already better than the bank. And we not even, that's not that valuable right now. Mm-hmm. 2% ain't even that valuable. But once you start throwing the 2% on there and then you start breaking down the dividend split, you know, some, some companies will give you 4.5 all the way to 6.5% on dividends. So are you earning more off of each dollar that you put in there? Absolutely. By far, right? I mean, it's, it's more than 500% when you break it down that way, just off of where your money is being held. And so that's the part that people are missing, that it's, it's really about where the money is being held uh, as your medium for you. Got you, got you. And what about taxes and stuff like that? Taxes. All right. So the cool part about infinite banking is you're really just living off of the loan provision that is there in an insurance policy. So if nobody knew, insurance, life insurance, has the best loan provision hands down. There is nothing else that exists like life insurance. And the reason why the loan provision is so strong is because the collateral is not the amount of money that's there. The collateral is that death benefit. So when you talk about a life insurance policy, you're talking about something, you know, the word or the scientific word is aleatory. Mm -hmm. So basically what that means is we got to give you way more than what you put in. Mm. Right. So with the life insurance policy, it'll start off at a certain amount, especially when you're infinite banking. But the hedge that it has, you know, it might be two hundred thousand, but you got one hundred thousand dollars cash value when you're doing low. Right. Uh, so when you're doing low death benefit, that's what it would look like. So now if I borrowed against that 100000 I had a $200,000 death benefit. That's what could pay the loan off right. if something happened to me and it still will leave something for my family. Right. There's nothing else that will allow you to take a loan off and pay the loan off. Nothing. So that's that's one of the strongest things I've ever seen in my life to collateralize the death benefit so the insurer also ensures your loan. So when you think about, um, and, and a lot, everybody watching is probably familiar with the Carnegies and the Rockefellers, right? So you look at the two, um, why one family is considered, still considered to be wealthy today versus the other, uh, it was the way they set up their insurance policies and their, their um, uh, infinite banking system, right? So the Rockefellers, well, let's take it back. The Carnegies didn't set it up the way that the Rockefellers set it up. So the way Rockefellers set it up, to my understanding, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Um, when Rockefeller was here, he basically set it up to where every child that's born into the family put had a life insurance policy put on themselves. Mm-hmm. Any dollar that they used during the course of their life was paid back to the family bank yeah. when they passed away. Right. So that kept that keeps the family rich. It keeps you turning the money into the family. That's called real generational wealth. Yeah. And and that's um, that's a concept, a key person concept. Mm-hmm. So uh, whenever you decide who is a, an important person in your company, you can set up a life and in, an infinite banking policy for them that can even pay them while they're alive as uh, somewhat of a pension. Mm-hmm. And then turn around and it will, once that person dies, the money will go back into the business. Mm. So a lot of people don't even know that that's possible, but all of the funds from it would be tax-free. Reimbursed. 
and reimbursed, tax-free and reimbursed. So that's an incredible concept to even try to wrap your head around. Um, but it, it's really what happens. It really is. Listen, man, the information is out here, right? So we're trying to provide people with what they need to know in order to really create that legacy for their family, that, that family wealth, right? And infinite banking is just one part of the one part of the puzzle. I talk about real estate. I talk about investing in ETFs and the S&P 500. We're talking about family banking. We're talking about strategies uh, for taxes and things like that. You guys got to take all of this information in and apply it uh, unless the information is useless, right? So, uh, but going back to what we were talking about. So if you just take the Rockefeller method, all right, we'll, we'll call it the Rockefeller method. And if someone is uh, using the money throughout their life and the money is paid back, when they die, how can so how can your family ever go broke? I mean, would you consider that to be true generational wealth? So, yes. Uh, you know, the short answer is your family technically could never go broke because you were leveraging the money of the insurance company. Right. And if someone died, you could even have the trust own it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can make the trust be a payer. You can make the trust own. So, so basically... They're getting paid in the form of a loan throughout their life. Any money they use is a loan. Yep. Any money they use would be a loan, which means that it would not count as income. Mm, No taxes. No taxes. Right. So with it not counting as income, you think about all of the things that we got going on, whether it be inflation or whatnot. Most of the investments that you run across, um, you're dealing with that aspect, taxes, penalties, all of those different things. When you're dealing with infinite banking, you're dealing with something that's safe. You know where the money is at. You don't have to worry about it going up, down, around, or anything like that. And you're not losing it on the decumulation side. And I think that really in the in the nation we live in, we focus so much on accumulation that most people don't even understand that where the money is lost or where the money is truly gained is going to be when you start dispersing it, mm. right? And, um, you know, because they don't focus on that, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, let me chase this. Let me chase this. Well, if I chase it, but my tax rate is 37%, I mean, you know, even if I gained 6% over here, but I didn't have to pay taxes, which one is more technically? <laughs> <laughs> Right. And and that's the concept that people are not really catching. Right. And so, um, you know, and not only just that, but the fact that since you have access to it, since you could take the loan and say, hey, Jamel, I want you to go and help me purchase a property. I want you to help me do that. You actually have the ability to up the percentages the way you want to by having the liquidity to do something with it while you're alive. So how do you fund this uh, investment bank? How do you fund this infinite bank? So when you fund the infinite banking account, of course, you're just doing it the same way you're just paying for the premium, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the premium, as I like to tell people, it's not a premium for the cost of insurance because if you're structuring an infinite banking policy correctly, you're structuring it as a Mm 90-10, which means only 10% of the cost of it is going towards the premium. Only 10%. So 90% is going towards how much money do you want to have access to, Mm. right? How much do I really want to have access to? That's not a conversation that we hear normally when people talk about life insurance. Oh, how much I need to, I need a quote for how much I need when I die is normally what you hear. But 
we need to change the language of it where we understand that, oh, this is something that I can say, I'm going to sit $100,000 in here, but I want 90% of that available to me. That's a different way of thinking, which allows you to do a, a myriad of different things. And so that's what infinite banking really is about to the core. And then on top of that, not having to deal with, uh, not having to deal with judgments against you. So if you got sued, it can't be taken. It's under a trust. The cash value cannot be taken from the insurance policy. From well, is it under a trust? Is it? Rather it be under a trust or not, a creditor can't take cash value from an insurance policy. Wow, man. That's a powerful, uh, <laughs> that's powerful stuff right there, bro. So, so when you think about infinite banking as a whole, right, obviously there's a ton of benefits to it. There, there has to be some cons to it. What, what are some right. of the cons? So the cons is, you know, infinite banking is health is wealth mm -hmm. at the apex. That's mm -hmm. what it really, really means. So, you know, you're not going to get into a infinite banking product when your health is bad. So so take a step back for a second. Is that really a con? No, <laughs> you know no, I mean? not necessarily really a con. But and and. And to be honest with you, there's definitely ways around that. I mean, if you have if you have a strong foundation of a family and y'all are really trying to build, um, you're trying to build wealth. You could even have it on maybe your 18 year old daughter or or something of that nature. One of the children who turn 18, the cost of insurance will be down. So even the interest on it and everything will be ramped up because the cost of insurance is so low. Mm -hmm. that it'll be crediting more money anyways. So if your health is bad, those who you really want to build this type of empire with, this unit with, you can get into that with them. Mm -hmm. Let a trust control it. And that way, you know, even though you trusted them to be the person who's being insured, you still have creative control over what that policy can do when you want to take a loan out and everything, even though you're not the insured. Got you. So your health is one con. If you're not healthy, it's probably going to be tough to get it. But you said there's ways around that. Right. What else we got? Right. So um, so discipline. Right. So anything is going to take discipline and your understanding of what you are actually doing. Um, so I think because of there's so many so many misnomers, so many misconceptions and misinformation. You got your Dave Ramsey's, you got Susie Armas. You got so many different people who actually don't know how life insurance works. And so they have these conversations from a disingenuous place because mm -hmm. they can't really they can't really give you an answer of what it actually does or how it performs. Right. But Tradition, I, traditional uh, traditional thinkers, traditional thinkers. Right. But the interesting thing is, is there was a tradition where life insurance was lead. Mm -hmm. Life insurance companies started before banks several years before banks. Life insurance started before the Social Security system, mm. several years before the Social Security system. So there was a time period where people understood, oh, yeah, I need life insurance for da da da, da and I can manipulate it and do what I want to do with it. Um, and then so they started drawing back from that as we started introducing these other financial yeah. things like a bank, uh, the other financial things like, you know, the 401k and so on and so forth. They kind of started forgetting that. This is where the power has been. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at most life insurance companies, they start in like the 1700s. Mm -hmm. Name other businesses that could start at that time and still be the biggest buildings in every state that you're in. True, man. So you think about 
life insurance. So you mentioned living off of loans, right? So on my channel, I, I talk about passive income. I talk about uh, using leverage, right? Which is we, we're gonna compare compare this to leverage, right? So if we're using leverage to live off of loans, mm -hmm. that's in essence what we're doing. The difference is we're able to pay these loans back through the insurance, mm -hmm. right? So when you guys think about uh, the birth strategy, for example, say you have a house with equity in it and uh, you wanted to pull the equity out, uh, you can get a loan, tax-free dollars, right? Be able to take that loan, be able to fund your lifestyle, be able to fund more investments, whatever the case may be, uh, and uh, be able to do it, again, tax-free, right? So, uh, or if you guys think about, think about, um, you know, I, I put a video out on how Elon Musk was uh, taking uh, margin loans against his stocks, right? So that's tax-free money, right? So you can do it in the stock market. You, you can do it in the real estate market as well. He was taking out the margin loans to be able to fund uh, a portion of Twitter, right? So I think he pulled out over $12 billion or something like that against his, uh, yeah, powerful because it's tax-free money. So this, in essence, is another strategy for you. Infinite banking is another strategy where you get to uh, not only pull the money out, live off the loans, uh, but do it tax-free because you can't get taxed on a loan. Right. So how can you take this money and invest it to be able to build more wealth? OK, so first I want to touch on uh, the loan provision a little bit more, because I think that, you know, people here, you can live off of loans, but they don't understand why it's so important. Mm -hmm. uh, so the tax free component, yes, is fantastic. But what separates uh, infinite banking with a life insurance policy is how the interest is charged. Mm. That's probably the biggest thing that most people don't understand. So if you got a car, if you got anything, normally your interest is charged every month. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you bought a house, you hear 30 years, but those 30 years are really broken down into months as far as how the interest is charged, the amortization. Same thing with a car. The cars, you know, they say five years, they don't say 60 months, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And so with the infinite banking concept, when you take a loan out, and just to kind of give you an example, um, let's say you took a $50,000 loan out, right? So you took a $50,000 loan out, it is charged at simple annual daily interest. Now, what does that mean? In a nutshell, what it means is that every time the interest is due, it takes a year mm. for the interest to be due. So if it's 5% on the 50,000, you're looking at $2,500 worth of interest, right? So now we're, as we look at, oh, $2,500 worth of interest at the end of the year, all I need to do to keep the insurance policy gaining at the same rate is pay $2,500 and it's still building. I'm still building my Easy cash money, value, man. right? And, and what's wonderful about it is let's just say I made an investment and I was able to pay that loan off within half the year. Because it's charged at simple annual daily, the insurance company is going to give you a check for half of the year's interest. Wow. That's different right that's not something most people are accustomed to right. right um you know if you dealt with a credit card if you dealt with so many different things you're not seeing that opportunity for somebody to pay you back interest because you paid something off early mm -hmm. normally you just pay something off early you just pay it off early it's gone 
right? And so that's how serious that that loan provision really is when you're talking about infinite banking. And so I just wanted to highlight that because, you know, so many people, you know, rather be debt consolidation, which I do with people a lot of times, they're like, well, why would I use this? Well, I could take, I could take the minimum due that you got, and then I can take whatever that extra amount is that you think is really going to help you pay off that debt and say, you know what, let's just pay the minimum due, build up this cash value in this policy, and let's lump sump it off. Why I'm going to do that? Because your interest isn't going to be charged every month on that loan. So think about it like this, guys. So even if you were to go out and get a credit card today, right? So banks charge you, let's say, what, 18% on a credit card, right? It's ridiculous. Right. And then they try to give you incentives. They'll they'll say, well, we'll give you two percent cash back. That's because they keep a majority of the money. Right. So um, DeAndre just mentioned you could get if you pay the loan off, you'll get half the money back if you paid it off in half the time. So rather than taking a two percent cash back and and allowing the bank to keep most of the money, you're basically paying yourself back half of the half of the interest payment. Crazy. So, yeah, it takes a whole year for it to compound. That's crazy. So that allows your discipline to be better because yep. you can say, all right, 2500 that's my target. I want to make sure that I at least pay 2500 this year on that 50000 to right. make sure that whatever income I'm, or whatever money I'm putting into it continues building. And really, that's only two, a little over $210 a month, $205 a month? Yeah, that's nothing. nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so how can you use infinite banking to invest in? things like real estate and stocks and stuff like so um one of the primary ways is just that you got the capital right Mm -hmm. so normally what i run into when it comes to uh real estate investors like yourself is they are over leveraged so maybe they got some money from this deal they got this money for this deal they got this money from this deal and then they're like all right man i know i can get it back let me go to the bank again Uh uh-oh bank says hey man look man you know you you, you, you didn't did this a few times. Mm-hmm. We good on you. So the infinite banking concept allows you to say, forget the bylaws that the bank has. Forget how they feel about CME so often um, as far as the leveraging is concerned. All that the bank or all that the infinite banking policy will be concerned about is what amount of capital is in it. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're doing with it. That's how the infinite banking policy works. They're not asking, well, are you using this loan uh, to fund a car? Are you using this loan to buy a home? Are you? They don't care about that. Just it's, as good as as good as having money. It's your bank, yeah. right? So, so it allows you to just say, okay, well, what do I need? Press the button. You know, there's no underwriters you need to sit with to qualify you and ask you a million questions about when you feel like you'll be able to pay it off and all of these different things. Like, you're good. It's mm-hmm. it's going against the cash value of what you have. What you have. So if you have a $10 million policy, then you have access to $10 million. Right. So if you, let's just say you had uh, $10 million in cash mm-hmm. inside of a policy. So in year one, you would have 90% of that available to you. Mm-hmm. So nine, nine million. You would have, yeah, you would have 90% of that available to you. The rest of the 10% is what's paying the death benefit, which is what's paying for the collateral, mm-hmm. right? So, so basically, quick question for you, man. So if you got, if you got an extra 100 grand right. laying around right now, mm-hmm. you put the 100 grand, like you said, into 
the policy, mm-hmm. the policy you'll have ninety grand available to you. You can grow that money as you grow, right? So I can continue to put money into the into my yeah. own infinite bank yeah. in order to okay, got it. So now I just light bulb just went off in my head how you could use real estate to fund it. So you borrow the money from you borrow the money from the infinite bank. Say you got an extra hundred thousand dollars. Say you flipped a couple of houses and let's just say, for example, using a Burr method and you've you know, you refi cash out on, you know, two houses and you have $100,000. You take the $100,000, you fund the infinite bank, mm-hmm. right? Now you got access to 90% of that money. Now you borrow from the infinite bank to be able to get more real estate. This is tax-free dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So then you buy more real estate with that and you keep doing the same thing. You could burr yeah. that money out to be able to, right? Yeah, you could, you could burr that money out and here's here's the beautiful part of it. And that's just, a, just so you guys know, I'm not saying that the burr is the best thing to do with this. I'm just giving you an idea of how you can, number one, minimize, if not eliminate your taxes, but continue to grow your money while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. So basically what you would be doing, like you said, rinse and repeat. So if you had gotten all this money profit from whatever you were doing and you say, all right, let me stuff this back in here or let me pay this loan or let me just make sure that I always pay the interest on the loan. Mm-hmm. So you can pay the interest on the loan and fund the policy. Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not required to pay the loan off. Now, is it responsible to pay the loan off? Of course, it's yeah. definitely, cause it's your bank. Mm-hmm. You want the money in there, you want as much money as possible. Now here's the cool part about it though. You're borrowing against, you're not borrowing from. So. Here's the here's the other part that most people do not understand about life insurance. So once you borrow against, let's just kind of use this example. You wanted $100,000. You had built up your policy. Let's say you built it up to $200,000 in cash value. You borrow $100,000. How much is left in the policy? $100,000. $200,000. $200,000. Cuz you're borrowing against. Ah. Uh, <laughs> You see why it's important to understand how money works? Yeah. Yeah. So you're borrowing against. So the original amount of money is still in the original Ah, pot. That makes sense. So that cash value, the way that a real bank works is when they leverage money out, they still have the money. Mm. And that's how the infinite banking policy works. So you'll keep the 200000 there. It's going to continue growing with the guaranteed interest. It's going to continue growing with the dividends that's being credited to the account. Whereas, yeah, I got this outstanding loan there. The only thing I need to do to make sure that the interest continues crediting appropriately is pay the interest on the loan. And that's it. That's it. And then if I never paid off those loans, they would just take it from a death benefit, which is significantly larger than how much I borrowed. So I could use this money to lend out private money. I could become a hard money lender. I could charge interest on this money, lending it out to other people. So many different ways you can make money off of this. It's funny you say that because that was one of the first ways I had learned about it, too. There was a guy who leveraged his own life insurance policy to be a private lender. Wow. He was lending money to people from his from his life insurance policy. He set the lending terms so he was being able to get a bunch of interest back on those payments. And he was paying off their loans or what he lended with the money that they were funding him 
and getting that extra amount of money to fund more into the policy. So he was just rinse and repeating. And yeah, that it's very, very possible to do that. So many different light bulbs going off in my head right now, man. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Bing, bing, bing. yeah, I know it, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's, yeah. it's a Swiss army knife, really. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's cool because when you look at it, it's like, all right. So there's other things that do happen to you because I don't want to I don't want to deviate from the fact that it is an insurance product. Mm -hmm. Some people, they try to only talk about that aspect of just the money. But, you know, things happen to us, too. Mm -hmm. So if you have a terminal illness situation come up, if you have a critical illness situation come up, they also have accelerated riders on them to turn on so that you can use them for those purposes. Wow. Right. So now you've stuffed all this money in here. You don't have to go broke because there's also that there to help you and take mm -hmm. a loan against those as well. You know, so it, it's it's a way to really kind of do a, a more holistic macro view of your finances to make sure you're good bro i really got to talk to you about setting something up <laughs> yeah you know, I, i've known about it for yeah. a while you know what i mean I'm, I'm 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 i know enough about infinite banking to be savvy and you know part of the reason i invite certain people on to this podcast is because i want to know more about it as well so i'm genuinely asking questions because not only am i going to benefit from it but i know the audience is going to benefit from it as well man so you know it's definitely something that you know, um, as I move through life, I continue to learn and learn from other people and uh, especially my brother. You know what I mean? So um, but why don't we tell everybody how they can get started in infinite banking? Let's give them a step by step process, bro. So step by step. Um, first things first is that the only companies that you should be using when it comes to infinite banking are mutual life insurance companies. Mm -hmm. um, and so there you can do an easy search on Google to find out what those companies are. Uh, you could even do an easy search on Google to find out what companies are best for infinite banking. Right. And they'll list all the mutual companies that are out there. Um, that's probably going to be your most important part. Now, of course, if you're in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Alabama, my team can help you with that pioneer financial group. Uh, that's what we do very, very well. We get, we're used to it by now, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that, that, is, that's a, just a regular process for us. Um, but yeah, that would be the first step mutual, right? Your next step is really define. Well, I would say really the first step is define why your why. You know, um, what are you trying to accomplish? Is it that you have so much problems with taxes and you want to be able to fund an account to set up for taxes? Mm -hmm. Right. So I give people so many different variables for them to really think about, because, you know, when we think about a bank account, especially for entrepreneurs, we have different banks. Right. We have different banks for different reasons. Well, have you thought about having different infinite banking accounts for different reasons, mm. right? So when that tax bill comes in, what if I could just reach in here from this, take a loan and pay my taxes off, right? Is that is that a concept that you've ever realized that was even available to you? And then your other accounts, your other infinite banking accounts, they could do continue to do mm -hmm. what they do, mm -hmm. right? And so um, I, I would say the first thing is define your why. The second is you're going to be needing a mutual company to perform this, right? Um, the third is realize that it is maximum cash, minimum death, right? Um, typically, if you're going to have the conversation, it's even easier to let them know, look, I'm looking for a 90-10. Mm. 
And I'm giving you game right now because most people ain't going to tell you to look for a 90-10. And I'm going to tell you why they're not going to tell you that. It's because of the commission. Mm. Right? And so a lot of insurance agents get a bad rap when it comes to infinite banking because they might just tell you high cash value, low death benefit. But they won't tell you really how you could, how you could take away the cost in a policy. And so taking away the cost in the policy is structuring it as a 90-10. What does that do? That daggers the commission of the insurance agent. So if you listen to your Dave Ramseys and different CFPs possibly, they talk about, oh, you know, these guys are trying to just get higher commission. No, if it's structured correctly, we lose money. Mm. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand. We don't make as much money uh, when it's structured correctly because – we're putting the money in your hands. We're giving you full control. We're not in full control, right? right? And so um, that would be the, the next thing that I would say. So um, what's your why? Find a mutual insurance company. Ask them, how can I get a 90-10 high cash value, low death benefit um, insurance policy? And that's really, really the, the recipe to start you off. If I'm being honest with you. Got you, man. So that's a step-by-step process for all of y'all um, looking to get your own infinite banking system going. Now, if our listeners wanted to get in contact with you for more information, how would they do that? Okay. So, man, I'm, I tell you, I'm everywhere. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so a few different sites. As I mentioned, I do work with Pioneer Financial Group. Uh, so you can check out pfg-nc.com if you want to get get in contact and, and check out that site. Um, I also own Clayton Financial Solutions, which is involved in a number of different things, legal, um, financial, even some health different options for them, just to kind of give them, once again, that macro view of something to make sure that every dollar is being used efficiently. And, um, you know, you can check me out there. That's probably the best place to check me out. Clayton Financial Solutions uh, would be the best place or dclayton at pfg-nc if you want to reach out to me. Cool. And I'm going to make sure I leave all that in the description box. So if you guys are interested, Clayton Financial Solutions. ClaytonFinancialSolutions.com. Yeah. Uh, definitely check DeAndre out. And I'm going to leave it in, a, in a, the, the description box for you guys as well. Now, what, what's some of the obstacles people might face when, they, when they're getting started with this? So um, main obstacles itself, that, that's really, you know, that's really your main obstacle, right? And if you don't know why you want to use it, because the obstacle is psychological. The obstacle is that you don't know that life insurance is used like this, so you don't believe it because you haven't heard it before. Mm-hmm. But then when you start looking at reports and educating yourself and find out, oh, Joe Biden had the same insurance policy that he's been drafting $50,000 from since 84 every year to finance his lifestyle. That's a part of financing his lifestyle. A lot of people are unaware of that. Mm. Mitt Romney puts over $120,000 into a life insurance policy every year. Why is that? So you might run into some people, CFPs or whatnot, who say, oh, no, that doesn't work. Well, why are rich people doing it? And that's really what we got to understand. There's certain people who, you know, they are well-to-do. They are meaning well sometimes because <laughs> I think there are some good ones out there. But some of them are not educated on a specific thing because it's not their lane. Right. Right. And so um, because it's not their lane or because it's not commissionable for them, 
they say it's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work, right? And so now we could grow up and we see what the society is. As I mentioned, you know, with me being in Medicare, most of the clientele in Medicare, what I see is people who are poor, mm -hmm. people who are on Medicaid. Most of the people in America are on Medicaid that are seniors. Why is that? Well, they've been taught finances. They've been taught the same exact thing. Buy term, invest the difference. And then they get towards the end of their life, and what are they doing? Oh, I need money to bury myself. Yeah. And now it costs so much money to get a life insurance policy then. So it's about really educating yourself and really asking yourself, what does this person have to gain from telling me what they're telling me, right? right? And what do they have to lose from telling me what they're telling me? And so I just like to be very transparent that do I make money? Sure, I do. But I lose a lot of money on infinite banking policies. I, I could write a policy on your senior citizen and make more money Mm. on a senior citizen who just wants to get buried, you know, um, I could. <laughs> so really, at the end of the day, this is all about helping people smarten up, man, Ma making power money moves, creating that. Again, what, what we talk about on this channel, generational wealth, family legacy, you know, smarten up, people, right? Use your money the right way. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know mm -hmm. and how they can help you benefit yourself. Uh, in the long run as well. You know, I happen to be really good friends with DeAndre. Uh, that's why I wanted to have him on today's podcast. One of the best that I know in the business when it comes to infinite banking. Also, Briscoe, man. Uh, we got to get Briscoe on here. We got to get Briscoe on here. So, so, um, and we'll definitely get Briscoe on here for just the, the part two of the infinite banking because uh, basically what me and Briscoe created is somewhat of an efficacy partnership in reference to infinite banking and how to properly structure a HELOC mm -hmm. on top of that. So um, I, when I started off with infinite banking, I did it from a debt consolidation standpoint. And, you know, I know that I can definitively say I can have your home paid off in 10 to 11 years if you listen to me. Briscoe did it in five. Briscoe did it in three. Paid off what? Two houses? Three houses? He did it in three. He bought two. He had two houses that he completely paid off in three, and he's working on his third within a five-year span. So um, when I heard that, I said, man, I need to combine the thought processes. Um, so there's some really, really interesting information out there to really, you know, that we've birthed together right. to try to really help people to simplify this aspect so that they know, oh, my goodness, I can I can leverage my home to be able to always have money. And when there's a recession that hits, I ain't never scared of foreclosure. I ain't never scared of mm -hmm. these different aspects because I always got money at, at my disposal. Let me explain something to y'all. This is something that. Um, DeAndre and our boy Reggie, they created it, right? They combined the infinite banking world with the banking world in the form of HELOCs, right? So you guys know what a HELOC is. It's a home equity line of credit, right? So what they've done is combine this to be able to allow you to pay, allow Briscoe, he paid off two houses in three years and now he's working on another house. So in essence, what you're doing is you're using a HELOC in a life insurance policy or, you know, an infinite banking policy to be able to create more wealth. Now, look, I want to have Briscoe on here uh, pretty soon. Um, if you guys want to see Reggie Briscoe and you want to see DeAndre Clayton back on this podcast, 
so we can talk about the HELOC aspect. Nobody else is talking about this because these guys literally invented this. I sat there. We were sitting in Panera, Panera Bread uh, about a month or two ago, literally discussing this. And I said, I got to get y'all on the podcast. Um, this is stuff that you never heard of. It doesn't exist because they created it and it works. Right. And they, and they made sure that they actually applied it before they released it to the world. So you're hearing it first right here. You know, um, and I want to bring you guys along the journey, help you make better financial decisions, not only um, with real estate, but take the real estate money and be able to minimize your tax load, uh, almost pay no taxes. And in addition to that, create real generational wealth. You know, if you guys are watching my channel, any of my videos, I gear it towards family. I gear it towards building a legacy. I build it towards generational wealth. Right. I want to help families. Um, that's why I consider myself to be the family oriented entrepreneur and everybody I bring on, whether it be my podcast or the information I put on my videos is geared towards helping you take that step towards your future as well. So um, if you guys want to see uh, Briscoe and uh, DeAndre back here on this podcast, the business investing and investing podcast, be sure to leave a comment in the comment section and based off of your interaction and based off of how many likes we get on this video uh i'll be i'll be sure to to uh bring these guys back uh any books that you're reading right now man oh man uh so uh we got the retirement miracle i i've i've gone back over that a few times i, I really enjoy that uh you know because that that really sets the stage for why you need to uh, understand that the dangers of the just the variable standpoint how much you can lose and and how much it takes to gain access to funds um and then you know uh, i also enjoy become a banker um <laughs> that's a that, that's a classic nelson nash uh that if you have not read that book uh from nelson nash in reference to infinite banking it's it's somewhat of the manual of uh of infinite banking now there's another book uh, from a, a guy named josh nelson as well um and it kind of it kind of takes the infinite banking concept and it, it it throws some of it on its head and it's really really cool and interesting um as far as uh how to kind of hypercharge it with certain types of trust and different things like that um so i i just really enjoy the education aspect of it because it just you know most of us have never grown up hearing this stuff. And so when we hear it for the first time, it's like, what in the world? Like people have been doing this? Like they've been living like this? What? You know, uh, so that's that's probably the part I'm I'm most, you know, excited about. And of course, you know, I like I like my twelve day work week because um, you know, I think that so many people they they spend so much time working and they don't get that time with their family. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I like that there is a book that says, hey, let's stop looking at our work years as quarters and and and, and different things like that, because what we do is we become less productive with more time. Mm -hmm. um, and so let's be more productive in a smaller amount of time so that we can use the time we have to really spend it with the ones that we love and really produce what we want to, because it's not just about creating generational wealth for our families. 
what's what good is the wealth if we didn't spend time with our family? That's right, man. Right? So, you know, it's it's kind of funny. I, I just released a, a video on on talking about exactly that. Yeah. You know, giving some some practical information on how to take advantage of this recession. And I released a bonus tip at the end. If you guys didn't watch that video, uh, make sure you watch it. I'll, I'll have it up in the cards for you. But the bonus tip was take care of your health, man. Because if if you don't, you know, all this financial advice is is great. But if you're not, if 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 you're not taking care of your health, you're not going to be here to enjoy it anyway. So it don't even matter. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, so you got to take care of your health, right? And you got to take care of your spiritual mindset. You got to take care of your. There's a lot of things that you got to take care of outside of your finances. That's way more important than finances. Finances should be the least of your worries at the end of the day. You know, so this stuff that, you know, again, we're going to talk about all this stuff uh, on future episodes. I want to have DeAndre back uh, more frequently. If you guys want to see that, you want us to make it happen, uh, we, we could definitely put together these episodes for you. Let me know in the comment section. Based off of your response, uh, that's what we'll be judging it by. All right. So listen, guys, DeAndre, if you had to provide our listeners with any last words, what would it be? Think smart. Open your mind. Uh, and it's about data. Mm -hmm. It's not about feelings here. Uh, what we're talking about is strictly once you see the math, it works. Mm -hmm. And so that that's all that I would normally say is that one plus one equals two. And so you need to know how to get to that two. Right now, the financial system, the way it's set up, we're in a failing you know, society. Social Security is going to be gone soon. Uh, we need to come up with tangible ways to say, when I retire, I can live. Mm -hmm. Or even if I'm not retired, I can still live. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to be told no all the time when I go to the bank or anything like that. And so that's what I do it for. If you want real freedom, you have to think free. You have to understand that it takes you getting rid of what you heard and taking some time and saying, let me educate myself. Let me read. Mm. So I, I don't I don't want anybody to take my words for face value. I want you to read. I want you to study it. I want you to say, dog, he was on to something. Because there's so many different people who can give you testimonials of how this changed their life. Absolutely, man. Look, you guys heard it here first. And I want to have more of this information uh, populated on this on this uh, channel. So if you want to see more of this, definitely leave a comment. Make sure you smash that like button. And uh, in addition to that, you had something else you wanted to add? Yeah. Also, um, you know, my organization is involved uh, with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society mm. mission. Uh, it's helping many different individuals who have been uh, diagnosed to be able to get adequate care. Mm. I would love to just kind of drop a link on, on the page and make sure that they can uh, really help to, to build us up and try to help those individuals out, man. I love it, man. I love it. And if you want to get involved in that, uh, make sure you uh, check out that link in the description box um, as well. I'm going to make sure I leave, leave leave it in there for you. Listen, this has been a fantastic podcast, man. I appreciate you coming by and uh, you know, know it. You knocking know. it out for us, man. But at the end of the day, information is key, but it's useless if you don't apply it, right? So not only uh, are you listening to this information, get out there and do something with it, right? Um if you do something with the information, that's what's going to change the the uh, trajectory. Traje tra you know what I mean. You got it. It's going to change it. the trajectory <laughs> of your future.
and uh, it's application. All right. So you got to get out there, take massive action if you want massive results. I appreciate y'all watching this. Like this video, subscribe to this channel, click the notification bell. Let me know if you want to see DeAndre again. I sure enough definitely want to have, have him again. And uh, we're going to talk about infinite banking and HELOCs at that point. If that's a concept you want to see, make sure you leave a comment in the comment section. We're going to see y'all in the next one. Peace.